0: It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa.
1: Good morning! Welcome Good. to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It's
0: Saturday morning, and you know what that means—the
1: weekend's already half over.
0: No, it means it's time for the Saturday morning setup to help you succeed at whatever you're doing this weekend.
1: That's right. And in today's show, we're going to be talking about some of the ways to get out of a rut. Uh, Melissa has the word for our day.
0: And as always, we're taking your prayer requests and so much more.
1: Yeah. So... Your prayer requests, they're never an interruption.
0: No, they're never an interruption, but here's the kicker. Like, we can't pray for you unless you let us know how to pray for you. We could pray for you, um, but we also can't pray for you if we don't know you're here, like in the room. Because you know how it says so-and-so has entered the room? Well, we can't see that stuff. Because we're on multiple platforms at one time, we only know who's watching based on who types in their chat box. And we wanna give you a spe- special shout out, a welcome, a hello, and encouragement. And we wanna do that after you type in the chat box. So let us know you're here. Let us know where you're tuning in from this morning. And let us know the answer to this very important question. What is in your cup? That's right. We care about what you're drinking this morning. Boy, this um. Like it looks like we are in one of those hole things and just our head is showing. Doesn't it feel really close up? Are we really close to you this morning?
1: I, I think it looks like it usually does, I'm but sure it maybe does. maybe just move your mic back a little bit and then you can sit back and sit back. just, you know, zoom out a little bit. I don't bit.
0: even know what that means. <laughs>
1: well, we're welcome. Uh, we're glad you're here with us this morning. It's Saturday. We know you may have a busy weekend. We'd like to know what's going on in your world. We'll share a little bit of what's going on in ours. And uh, that's kind of what this is all about. It's like a coffee date, right? Coffee chat. We just talk back and forth over the, the camera like we're across the table from each other. Yes. And you don't have to be drinking coffee either, do you?
0: It's coffee talk.
1: Yeah, we don't, you don't have to. It could be zero Dr. Pepper for all we know, right? So be sure and type in the chat box. Let us know what's going on and uh, what you have going in your cup. And uh, we'll tell you about ours too. I know it's probably same old, same old, but we have new stuff on the way.
0: It's not same old, same old.
1: Oh, it's not. Well, no wine.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. But it's good. It's <laughs> to good, me, same that's same not same old, same old. Oh, that's...
1: no. I just meant that it's been the same one we've had the last three episodes. So here we go. Janice Farnsworth. Good morning.
0: No, we had, um, we had Guatemalan roast last, last Couple time. times? Monday. Last okay. Monday. Just saying. Right. Good morning, Janice from Spring, Texas. She's drinking water this morning. Good job, Janice. I'm drinking water too. Mixed with coffee, ground and poured hot into a carrof and poured into my cup, otherwise known as coffee.
1: Cooking the beans.
0: Dirty brown water, as Brett calls it. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So what's going on in our world today?
0: So, um... Golly, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of where we've been. I've been up since early this morning. I got up early and did all the things this morning. Like, I feel like I've lived a whole day before the Good Morning Show started. You
1: got up with the chickens, didn't you?
0: I did get up with the chickens, actually. <laughs> and I cleaned the chickens this morning. And... Terry fed and watered them for me, which is the first time you've got to do that. So that was fun. Yeah. And Baylor helped me clean. And 25 growing chickens are stinky. So you got to keep after that.
1: So we've only had them like, what, three days? Is yeah. That, it's about the Thursday,
0: time? Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Wow. Yep. And they're also growing. It's really, really shocking To see something that you got a couple days ago or a few days ago that was really small, and now you could—they're really growing. They have
1: like this accelerated growth thing happening. Chicks
0: grow fast. Well, you know that they only incubate in an egg from the time of fertilized egg to the time of hatch is 21 days.
1: Wow! Wow! So
0: I mean, yeah, they grow fast.
1: Well, humans don't have nothing on chickens.
0: No, I mean, I. we do know we watch babies grow really quickly. Yeah. Uh, but I'm telling you what, hey. Yeah. That's fast. Absolutely. Uh, MK and Jeff are over at the farm kitchen for breakfast in Shelbyville, and now they're out and about. So we drove by the farm um, kitchen the other day, and it was like, mm, it was late afternoon. It was coming. So it we was coming wasn't morning. Frankfurt. But we're like... That sounds really good. Yeah. I am the kind of person... Let me know if you guys are like this. Terry, I kind of know where you're at, but let's hear it anyway. I am the kind of person that enjoys breakfast food all the time. Yeah. I love breakfast. Same. I love breakfast and breakfast. I love breakfast at lunch. I love breakfast in the evening. And I love breakfast for those late night meals when you didn't eat in the afternoon and evening and you have to eat after a late night revival service. And you get to have breakfast yeah yeah i love breakfast food yeah i love eggs they're like one of my very favorite things
1: it's cool like some of the places that we go to that have the all-day breakfast menu yeah that's that's always a good thing i almost
0: always get breakfast at those places that's why huh yeah and i love breakfast meats you guys all of them i just dig i love breakfast sides like i love breakfast food so to me the farm kitchen is where it's at
1: yeah yeah and and you know, you can have an egg sandwich, you can have a uh, you can have waffles, pancakes. Mm. I mean, any of that kind of stuff. but the meat that you put along with it sometimes makes yeah. a difference to people. You know? We
0: had coffee in our cup at the farm kitchen farm kitchen is delicious. We've never ate there, but we have heard it is so good. Brett Brett and Taylor Beth really enjoyed the farm kitchen. Yeah. So if you guys are looking for a little vacation, let me just plug uh, Kentucky. Let me just do a little plug here. Um, No, the state advisory board is not paying me to tell you this. This is just my honest opinion. I am from Northeast Kansas, but Terry and I have traveled our, our, so much of our adult life. 10 and a half years full-time, we traveled full-time, meaning we were gone each week more than we were home. And then after we sold the house, we, we, were, we would be gone for months at a time. And so um, we have traveled a lot of places, but there's something really, really special about the South, the Southeast part of our country. Um, there's so much to see and do down here and you know you can just get in your car and I don't know where you're located right but you can just drive over to Louisville and you can drive down to Nashville Tennessee is a great place to visit also you can drive over here all these bedroom communities around (coughs) the, the larger cities like Lexington and Louisville there is so much to see and do literally you you could come and i don't know how many days you could spend and you're not even going to do all of it here in our little low town yeah so let me just put a plug in um to if you're looking for a little place to visit it's not expensive there's fabulous food bar none i think louisville i call it foodieville because there's literally every kind of food you can imagine and they do it Wonderfully. Yeah, yeah, they do. We even have like New Orleans style food. We have Cajun and beignets, but then we have wonderful like Spanish food. And I mean like from Spain, Italian, everything, everything that you can think of, we do really, really well.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Good morning, Pastor Doug Goforth. He says, good morning, hot peach tea with honey. That sounds delicious. Uh, the honey, that, that hits a special note for today. You'll want to stay tuned for that. Ooh. National Day calendar is telling us something.
0: Hey, Becca. And
1: Doug says breakfast anytime.
0: Yeah, okay, I like that too. Mm -hmm. Breakfast Mm -hmm. is great, great for any time. Becca agrees, and it's good to see you, Becca. And all the kids I saw on Instagram back in school, Baylor's back in school, so that's awesome. Janice says breakfast for dinner is the best. I love that too. Now, I gotta ask
1: the question, we've asked it before, is dinner the lunch time or is it the supper time?
0: Um, I think where Janice is from, it's the supper time meal.
1: So breakfast for supper is the best.
0: And I know I've said this before, but we had a little guest, a little short guest this summer before and after camp and I said all right kids go wash up your hands for supper he looked me dead in the face and he said what is supper What is
1: supper yeah and I'm like right
0: Okay. And Rick Grable, Pastor Rick says, good morning. Good He's morning, drinking buddy. Coca-Cola and Ego waffles. Buddy, There's what a, a combo. That's great. Yeah. And Robin says, good morning. We're waiting for breakfast at the restaurant. Coffee with wow. creamer in our cups. You guys are all out and about enjoying your breakfast and your coffee. I'm so happy. Yeah, I where love you guys, that.
1: Where are you guys at? And e, Are you in E-Town for breakfast? Let us know.
0: You know, they often come up to Taylorsville area on the mm, weekend yeah. to visit horses and stuff. Oh, though. that's They right. could, be, they could anywhere, be anywhere. Right. Yeah.
1: So let us know, right. guys.
0: Yeah, so I'm glad that you guys agree with me. Is there anybody who really would say I don't really care for breakfast food? I don't really like eggs and breakfast meats, and don't know who you know, that would be. I don't know who that would be either. But I, that, but I want to maybe honor. somebody
1: who that's all they had to eat. when they were I mean, a kid, you right? know,
0: maybe they just like pop tarts and and what do you call them? Cereals or or you know, granola bars or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's okay yeah. if you don't. There's no shame in that. Well, we've
1: talked about that before too. The cereals and different things like grape nuts. That's that's one you grew up eating. I love love grape grape nuts. nuts. And uh, raisin bran. Um, We had somebody on, made a comment the other day that somebody loves raisin bran. It was
0: Isla Quinn. So Isla just turned five yesterday. By the way, happy birthday, Isla Quinn, a day late. And um, she has, um, she wanted cereal for supper. And when when we were all up there helping to watch the kids. And so Taylor Beth went to give her options and she's like, I want Raisin Bran. And for a four-year-old at the time, now five, to request Raisin yeah. Bran, I'm like, yeah. wow, that's, that, is cool. that is, she's healthier than I am. Well, a lot of
1: kids, that's, you know, they want to choose the Fruit Loops or the Cinnamon yeah. Toast Crunch. There's nothing wrong with that. It's nope. just that when you hear a little kid pulling out the raisin bran, that's like that's, that takes you back and it really Robin makes Robin says you feel they're good. eating
0: at Muldrow this morning. Yeah. So that's great, you guys. And wow. then Diana, our sweet Kim from oh. Krispy Kreme is on this morning and she doesn't care for eggs. <laughs> now see, that is well. something I've heard of. There's a lot of people who don't care for eggs, so breakfast really isn't their thing. So yeah. Diana's not really a breakfast fan. Well. And that's okay. It's alright. I'm someone who grew up, that was probably one of my very first solid foods and you know being an oath out we just we just make eggs for the kids and I, i don't come at me with like allergies i don't care we love eggs. I really love eggs, but I know that people don't, and that's totally okay. But really, if you don't like eggs, you're not usually gung-ho for breakfast. So wow.
1: It's a good thing we got 25 chickens in there, and that's they're all safe, layers.
0: It's good for your I think wife.
1: we're going to have plenty of eggs.
0: I think we're going to have plenty of eggs, yep. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a little breed research on our chicks, and Terry's had to listen to me sort of drone on and on about all the statistics <coughs> for our new chicken breeds. Um, but it's been a lot of fun to talk about. And, oh, it's good and learn about because I have this time around as many of you know I used to keep chickens um, before we went on the road that was a long time ago and this time around I have got breeds that I'm not familiar with I've got a couple that I am familiar with and have kept and then I've got some new breeds so I'm doing a little learning and i love that i love that i love the education of of chicken keeping it's a lot of fun
1: yeah yeah janice for sure. said
0: she slept in this morning and she because she's got some sinuses going mm. okay well let's pray right now lord i thank you that you made janice's body perfectly beautifully wonderfully and you're healing her wholly and completely lord i thank you that her right side is coming awake in jesus name her hand her joints her hips her leg, her foot, every part of her body is coming completely awake and wholly healed. Father, I pray that you would just touch her sinuses. Lord, um sometimes it's just a nuisance to have sinus congestion and, yeah. and sinus infection. And so Father, I'm praying that you will just bring whole healing. You've already done this work. You already want to do it, Lord. We're just claiming it. In fact, we're thanking you in advance for Janice whole healing. In Jesus' name we pray. That's right. Amen. That's
1: right. And Lord, we just lift up all of our friends who are having those yeah. kinds of difficulties, yeah. this morning, health issues and things, uh, that you're just healing right now as we speak. Your healing touch uh, upon the bodies of our friends and our mm-hmm, family. Mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. Jesus' name.
0: Hey, good morning, Randy, good our morning. sweet friend Randy, up from Canada. We we hey, love hey, Randy, good bless you this morning. My sister, Terry Lynn from San Antonio, a.k.a. Marion, Texas. We love you. Good to see you. Thank you good for morning. the pictures of my handsome nephews. I have such handsome nephews. And the boys are, um, I think I have four perfect nephews.
1: Wow. Yes. And I, mean, I, I would agree with that.
0: Don't you think? And I'll yep. tell you what, these two handsome boys are getting bigger and bigger every day. And they're, they're football pictures. And oh, they look.
1: awesome. I got to see those. I haven't seen them I yet. I
0: can't wait to show you.
1: That'll be awesome. So, good tell morning, Taylor. Tell the boys hi for us. Yes, for yeah. sure.
0: Monica from Omaha, Nebraska, she says, would we pray that the right job were open for her soon? Absolutely. Lord, you've been so faithful with Donnie and Monica. You've been so faithful as they've journeyed. They've endeavored to follow your lead everywhere they've gone. And Lord, you can't help but be pleased with those that obey. And so, Father, I would pray that you would open the door, give reassurance and rest that at the right time, you will open the door to the right place and that Monica will simply know and walk through that journey door and there will be provision. Lord, would you do that? We pray in Jesus name, believing. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: Um, Okay. So I, uh, I was going to just tell you really quick about my four nephews because they're all doing like football. Kale and Mm -hmm. Lakin live in Tecumseh, Kansas and Kale is like six, four, I think. Yeah, he's, he's, he's really so sprouted up. So tall. And then Lakin is in first grade. Is he in first grade? I think so. Yeah. Lakey Bakey's in first grade at Behrton. And then um, Tyler and Mikey are in Marion at the high school in Marion, Texas. They are both playing football. Ty's hair is long, pops. Oh yeah. Yes. I would bet. And they they both just look so handsome. Um, I don't even know how.
1: Terry Lynn says that he tower they they tower they over. They are her. they are tall as Boys well. Are.
0: All our nephews are tall. And so um, just handsome dudes. And my sister's very small. Terry Lynn is very small. She's this teeny tiny short little petite woman. And those boys are much bigger. But they're wonderful. So as this week is starting, there are more kids across the United States starting school. And can I just ask you guys, this is encouraging. This is encouraging to us to have a way to pray. As the school starts, Last week, a lot of schools started, even some the week before, and then this week, even more. Can we just pray for our children as they all go back to school, pray for our teenagers and our college students as they all right now are starting um, their school year and their activities, and there are so much going on. We have already heard of some super sad and tragic events that have been happening in different areas of the country. Um, We have some serious, serious problems with our public school system here in so we've been in real prayer over that and we're taking back territory in our city. We want to win our city for Jesus Christ. And part of that is praying for our kids. Don't just get irritated when they do something and they walk on your lawn or they leave trash in the yard and they're not your kids or whatever. Don't be a, an old curmudgeon. Don't be an old crank. Be an intercessor who loves and prays for our youth, our children, and our college age. We need to be those that cover them in prayer so they'll come to know the Lord Jesus, so they'll continue living for the Lord Jesus, and so that these will be kids that know the truth of God's word and not just stuff they read on social media. Right? Right.
1: Absolutely. So
0: don't complain, don't wag your finger, pray. Right. How about that?
1: Yeah. If you're going to reach out that hand before you point, put out all those fingers and then pray. <laughs> <laughs> how, about, how
0: about when you're stuck behind the school bus that's letting kids on that's or right. off on your it's commute? It's not an
1: annoyance.
0: Don't be irritated. Yeah. Take a big breath. Thank the Lord for a pause moment in your life and pray. Pray for those kids on that bus. Pray for mm-hmm. that bus driver. Yeah. Pray for those kids getting off. Pray for our teachers. Pray for our staff. Pray for our school systems. Pray for our homeschoolers. Come on, you guys we need to stop complaining and thinking about interruptions. Do you know in the kingdom of God, there really aren't interruptions? If we are people who live from the Lord for the Lord, we are in his kingdom, he is our king. And in the kingdom of God, there are no interruptions, there are simply divine appointments and opportunities. Yeah. What if every time somebody cut you off and we ended up about to say something we shouldn't say, we pray for that person? That's a divine opportunity. How you respond to everything Every single opportunity that's put forth in your path is going to determine the kind of relationship that you have with Jesus Christ. For sure. Wow, that's a free word and I haven't even preached yet.
1: Well, that's good though, because you know, as, as a bus former bus driver, I know uh, the situation of being in congested traffic and having to let kids out, and you got a line of cars behind you that don't have any other option but to follow you through that neighborhood or whatever. Um, it, it, it is kind of stressful, so pray for de-stressing those bus drivers as well, because that's a big job. Did you lose I, something?
0: Well, I thought I brought my cup in. Your, oh, your lid. lid? My lid hmm. in, yeah.
1: Hmm, I don't see it. I don't know what I did with it. Well, well,
0: we're just gonna pray that I don't spill it. What do we think about that? <clears throat> That's actually, good. I was gonna bring it in here so kind of keep it warm as we went. Yeah, because yeah. cold coffee after the end of the hour is not my favorite. No,
1: but it's it's a. But I'll drink it. A, you'll you'll drink it quickly. Oh yeah, I'll drink it. I think you'll problem with that.
0: By the way, we're out. The pot is gone. I know uh-huh. you got the last of the I pot did? this morning, so you know what that means. Yeah. It's a big B day.
1: Yeah. Oh okay. So what? We we mentioned I mentioned it was I didn't mean same old same old like a negative thing I just oh. meant it we until we get these new flavors in we're drinking some really good stuff today from Winans. it's mm-hmm. our Southern pecan
0: right we're drinking Winans Southern pecan it's really good mm-hmm. which and you can get
1: through their website
0: you can definitely check we'll it out. we'll
1: have links on our uh, on our blog on uh, the TV which by the way in case you're just now joining us Good morning this is not chicken talk this is not bus driver talk this is just us stop talk. talking to just, yeah just talking one on one to you and with you and about your day and about what's going on and uh, we're glad you've joined us. Our website is thegoodmorningshow.tv where you can find all of our previous episodes like episode number 144 which was Thursday Night Live and I tell you what the opening topic we weren't planning to talk about but it turned into about burgers and shakes and all that kind of stuff. So episode 144 got unofficially titled Burgers and Shakes and Chickens Oh My. (laughs) Like lions and tigers and bears. Yes, there's a Kansas reference for you. Uh, We also talked about Gen Z slang words. our news you can use segment was about how 11,000 plus students attended the motion conference in Alabama. And, uh, it was funny because one of the quotes from that was of the pastor, the speaker talking about if, if y'all, because he was talking to middle school to high school age kids, might have been college.
0: He said college <clears> throat>
1: memorize. Throat> if you could memorize scripture, like you do Taylor Swift lyrics, think about where you'd be.
0: That's amazing. That
1: was a really cool. Uh, yeah, that reference. was a great.
0: That was a great article. John
1: eight thirty one through thirty six was our word for the day, and as always, you can find this and more on our website, the TV.
0: Check it out; it's a great website.
1: Mm. Yeah. Um,
0: Good morning, Ann. Ann from Topeka, Kansas. Good morning, Good to see you this morning. Um, So we have um, a lot going on. Terry mentioned that we're drinking wine in Southern Pecan this morning. Um, But we have put in this last week a Bones order. Yes. And this is like we are through really trying all the flavors. We haven't tried every single one of them, but we've tried every one that we've really wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And so we got a couple, we got one regular flavor in the big bag Mm -hmm. and then another, what do you call them? Um, Temporary. Promo, One
1: of their special promo flavors, promo flavor limited for, edition yeah
0: limited thank you limited edition in the big bag. And so we're going to be set for a little while. I say that and then you know cuz I'm like, "Oh, we have all this coffee. How are we ever going to get through it?" And then we actually get through it and I'm like, right. "Dude, we got to put in some bones orders."
1: Yeah, if you so. need to put in your bones order, go to our website the thegoodmorningshow.tv. Click on the bones link in our menu there, and if it's your first order from them, uh you can get 20% off by using our coupon code. You'll see it on the there TGM show TV and even if it's not your first order put the code
0: in anyway and see
1: what happens right Uh, we didn't say that no Um, I
0: I did you did say okay
1: okay (laughs) but go through our website even if it's not your first time uh they gave us a little tiny kickback for uh, the help to take people to their website so we love and appreciate you for doing that the good morning TV. look for the bones link right there
0: it's the best way to start your day.
1: Yeah, it is a little kickstart. It's nice.
0: It, uh, yeah, and their flavors are so good. Actually, I'm so spoiled now that like I could, I don't even know if I could go into the grocery store and it's be like, difficult. I'm going to pick up a bag of coffee beans. Well, let's talk I don't about know how this. to do that. We've
1: said this before. It's fresher because they do small batches. Yeah, Bones does. When you go into the store. And
0: you, you don't know, know how long don't it's know. been sitting there. I mean, they put there. dates
1: on some of the stuff I remember they, shopping by dates. but right,
0: they do. But then you're guessing still, yeah. how long it sat there up until this point, right? Yeah. And um, we like grinding our beans. You guys know that. And a lot of you have just have switched over to fresh beans and you've gotten yourself a little crepe grinder from Walmart for $13. Great $13 investment because the beans... Just taste fresher when you grind them right before you make your coffee. Okay? Yeah. And we I don't even grind them days ahead. I grind them as that I morning. make the yep. the pot. And the freshness of the coffee is so good now that we're, we have become coffee snobs like when mm. we're at the hotel and we have to drink hotel coffee it's like sometimes you got to put a lot
1: of stuff in that just to make right it,
0: you know, i just i just avoid difference. it and and try go, to find a drive through yeah thing. go to a coffee shop or, or uh, actually i try to find uh, a local, coffee, a local, shop, local yep. coffee shop and you guys should do that so let me just give you some advice um patronize your local coffee shops and restaurants. You know, the chain places are fabulous. Come on, we all love our Starbucks and our Big B. We all love our scooters and we love Cracker Barrel and we love, you know, Texas Roadhouse. But can we just be honest, what if we patronize a local restaurant that's owned by someone in our community who's trying to put food on their table who's trying to pay their mortgage who's trying to keep their kid in soccer and clothes and going to our local schools and we patronize them so that that money is staying in our community and we get to know the staff, right? And we get to know the service and maybe even the owner and the managers uh, of the local coffee shops and the local restaurants. I, I just wanna encourage you, shop, eat, Patronize small businesses, local businesses. Just, just do that. It's just a good thing to do. I think yeah. it's it's kosher to say that. Sure, right?
1: sure it is. Well, ann brings up a good point. Uh, she says, "Have you gone into the store and bought beans that need ground?" And yes, we do. Yeah. And most times, your your chances are those are going to be fresher because they've the- been contained in the bean. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: Right. So we do that at the grocery store. Um. In fact, I asked Mr. Pastor Terry Wright if we could stop after we're going into town today. When I say we're going into town, that means we're going into Louisville. Right. Um, um, we're gonna, we have grocery giveaways, so we're going to go in and, and pick up huge grocery orders to give away to the community tomorrow. We will be stopping. I asked him if we could stop at a local grocery store there that we don't get to go to very often because they have a particular coffee bean I really, really love. And so, um, which there,
1: we have mentioned numerous times.
0: But we haven't found that flavor anywhere else. Michigan cherry. Michigan cherry from Meyer. We haven't found it anywhere else. It's called Frederick's. Yeah. From Meyer, yeah. but literally, I haven't. You know that we haven't found any cherry coffee beans. No, anywhere I don't think else. we have. Huh. I mean, you could go on a search.
1: Robin brought up something that talks about the local uh, emphasis here. She said a stray cat wandered up to their table at the cafe where they're at, and Otis fed it his bacon, and he had the waitress bring the cat some milk.
0: We Isn't that lo- good? We love that. There's a local place here that has um, some property out back from the restaurant that. Um, feral cats live oh, yeah. and some of them are not so feral by the way Yeah. and then someone has come along and they have built cat houses little
1: houses mm-hmm. with
0: with roofs and lids Shelters. and everything and then other people come along and feed and water those feral cats which I think is totally cool yeah. I love the community yeah. doing that Taking I don't think it's them. one person Yeah. I think it's just whoever drives by and sees and they're has like a hey, there's a need yeah. it's you a, know
1: sees a need right yeah Absolutely. they always
0: they always have fresh Fresh food. I love that. Mm -hmm. Yep. You guys invest in your communities. You know, we want to see our world changed for Jesus. We're all praying for our country, but you know where it starts, right? It starts in your home. It starts with you. It starts in your home and then it starts in your neighborhood and then it goes to your community and then your community goes to your city and your town and then your town goes to your region and your region to your state. Come on, this is how we change the world for Jesus Christ. One relationship at a time, but it has to start with us. Please bloom where you're planted. Quit trying to transplant your roots over someplace else. Yeah. Invest in your community. The Lord has you here for a reason. The word of God says to pray for the place in which the Lord has placed you. Yeah. Pray and intercede for the welfare of the city in which he has placed you and do it even if you've been put in exile. That's what he said to the Israelites who were in exile in Babylon and Assyria. He said, pray for those cities, pray for their welfare, invest your life into seeing change, good change come for the truth, for the word, for the kingdom of God in your community.
1: Yeah. Well, and speaking of community, it really kind of runs right along in line with the national day calendar to 1 degree for us and maybe for you guys as well. Did you know that today is World Honeybee Day? the 3rd no Saturday in August. Yes, World Honeybee Day is the 3rd Saturday in August and it brings a buzzing celebration for <laughs> beekeepers, honey lovers and all blooming things. And World Honeybee Day began as National Honeybee Day in 2009 with a proclamation issued by the Secretary of Agriculture, Thomas Vilsack. Now the, the day recognizes both the honeybee and the beekeepers who tend the hives. And it also encourages everyone to enjoy and buy locally grown honey. And there we see Rick Sullivan. We featured him on episode number 140, uh, talking about the bees. He's a beekeeper and, uh, has a honey and all different types of, of, uh, products and different things that way. And, uh, if you look, this is some of the honey from Rick's farm from Faywood farm. All right. Turn, right. Yeah, there will we you turn it? Uh-huh. And then let's turn it around. Look how clear it is.
0: It is Can you tell so how clear. It is? clear. Okay. And we put it up. Okay, this is embarrassing, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna say it anyway. We had just bought a one of those teddy bear jars. Oh uh, yeah, teddy, the plastic
1: teddy bear jars of honey.
0: Of honey, a small yep. one at the store, and I put them side by side, and this was so clear and fresh and like pure compared to the one from the grocery oh, store. And it's so smooth. I felt really bad because I'm like, how can we eat this other stuff yeah, when right? we have this fresh stuff? It's I know so good. It,
1: I know it is good. Well, another important part of this day includes learning about honeybees and providing them with a supportive environment. Like when we plant wildflowers and orchards and other flowering plants, we're supporting those pollinators, pollinators. Yeah. yeah, such as honeybees. <laughs> they depend on the nectar that the variety of plants uh, produce. And we depend on honeybees for our survival too because without their pollinating um, of the other plants, a lot of nutritious plants wouldn't reproduce. We need them. Yes. We and need them. their honey is delicious. That's right. an added bonus. I mean, we have people who add it to their coffee. I know that Lynn yep. said she puts it in hers all the time. Yep. Uh, and different things, teas, all, you know, different beverages. Um, and so they said some ways to celebrate World Honeybee Day was to collect and spread local wildflower seeds to promote pollination mm-hmm. um, and uh, replace your usual sweetener with honey for the day and taste the difference and give the gift of honey to a friend, a neighbor, a coworker, or a family member, and share your sweet honey stories on social media with the tag hashtag world honeybee day. Yeah. So
0: I have a couple things. Mm-hmm. One, um, my name, Melissa, mm-hmm. means honeybee.
1: Oh, yeah. Did you know that? I remember you saying something about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've discussed that. It's That's cool. true.
0: It's true. So that doesn't really mean anything but I could make it mean a lot of things but I'm not going to go there because it's not about me it's about the bees. So here's the other thing I saw a video just a couple days ago Mm -hmm. of some people who were local beekeepers and they pulled out one of their slats from the hive to harvest the honey and one of the bees was still on there and got caught in the honey and completely covered Oh no! and they were very concerned because when that happens the bee can't fly, its Mm -hmm. wings are inhibited, it can't breathe correctly, it can't do anything, and they thought, oh, what a bummer, we just killed a bee harvesting, Mm -hmm. and so what they did was they put it on a little stick, Mm -hmm. and they took it back to the hive, and they set the stick where all the other bees were swarming, Mm -hmm. and when they did that, all the bees swarmed that bee stuck in the honey, and And they had it it. cleaned it up in 10 minutes, it was perfectly Perfectly Just fine. It's like, oh, wow. These will care for their own. They have yeah. a job. They love their community. They understand how fellowship and work within a family happens. Yeah. And yeah. so they they there's a lot of lessons to be learned.
1: Right. About
0: right. that. We tend to, as humans, um, in our flaws and failures, kick people while they're down. Mm-hmm. Have you noticed that? Like when yeah. somebody goes into a place where they're really struggling, um, maybe in a church community, we see somebody, we call it fall, right? Do we say that someone who has fallen and instead of coming around like those honeybees and lifting them up and helping smooth out the wounds and heal with the love of Christ and the word of God and the spirit of the living God, we're like wow we just i'm just sure sorry to see that happen isn't that a shame yeah i just knew he was going to fall off the wagon why do we do stuff like that when we see what happens in the lord's creation everybody runs around and takes care of each other we shouldn't be doing that you guys we can do better and so i love that you i didn't know it was world honeybee day but i love yes
1: well two fun facts real quick how many honeybees live in one hive any guess
0: Maybe 300, 400.
1: 20,000 to 60,000 bees. (gasps)
0: At any time? In
1: one bee colony. A honeybee colony can have a population of twenty to 60,000 bees. Wow. Okay, so thinking about that, how much honey does one hive produce in a year? Now, keep in mind, it all depends on the availability of nectar and the health of the hive and the, whether it's been a drought or how a lot about, of rain. How
0: about like a gallon a, a year? A gallon? A year. Okay.
1: When conditions are ideal, a healthy hive can produce up to 200 pounds of honey per year.
0: No way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I remember Rick telling us when we were there at his table about how many bees it took just to produce that jar of honey. I don't remember the exact number that he said. And also the little candle, the wax that was yeah. uh, on the candle. But it was a lot. So we they haven't are burned workers. that yet. They are We haven't workers. burned that yet, by the way. Yeah. It's just so pretty. Yeah. There you go. Celebrate World Honey Bee Day today.
0: Thank you for sharing that. That's Absolutely. great. That's really great to know. I Absolutely. love that. Do you guys like honey? Is that something that you like the flavor of? Janice
1: says she loves it. She puts it in her tea.
0: Oh, I do love honey in my tea. Mm-hmm. I think did I not read that Pastor Doug Goforth was having yes peach
1: he had tea, tea and with peach honey tea with honey yeah. And
0: by the way, I love I love peach.
1: That's why I said it was going to be good for the for uh for the national day today. I uh, knew in advance.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's really yeah. good. Uh, my sister says, "Woo, yes, amen. Help lift one another up. We mm-hmm. really need to do better, don't we? Yeah. We just really need to do better. Yeah. It's anybody you." guys anybody can can criticize someone else but you know we're called to do something different this morning in our word for the day um, I really what are Warren, they? Warren's.
1: Warren. I just Warren. wanted to say good morning to Warren because Warren just got on and he said his name means Defender and can also be a den of rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> good morning, Warren.
0: So um, uh, it is good to see you this morning, Warren. And I think that Randy doesn't really care for honey. Uh, I asked that question. I don't want to just leave it hanging out there. I think
1: there. it's, I don't mind honey.
0: Oh, maybe it is, I don't mind honey. I don't, I don't okay. mind honey, I
1: think is what Randy was okay. saying. Okay. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Well, um,
1: and robin says they love it yeah good friend of theirs raises bees
0: isn't that cool
1: Mm, yeah yeah
0: yes um ann said growing up we would buy honey sticks and creamed honey that's so good you know i i i tell this story to terry and baylor far too often but i loved honey as a child so much and i like it so much as an adult that whenever i I was a hot lunch eater that meant i ate the school lunch my mom just sent a check with me every week i paid for school lunch and i ate a school lunch because my mother always worked my mom and dad both worked i didn't really have somebody to make sack lunches for me and so eating a hot lunch was what we did but when we had like um field trip days and days where you had to bring your lunch my mother always made me a peanut butter and honey sandwich because I love honey yeah. more than I love jam or jelly or preserves. And so if I have a choice, I would I would always have I would mix that mom would mix that peanut butter and honey and oh be heavy on the honey and oh my goodness, I love those kind of things.
1: Yeah. So I yeah, yeah, do love Yeah, it's good. Mine. Yeah, Judy. Good, good morning, morning Judy. Judy.
0: Sally in hot. Maybe she's back in High Point, North Carolina, or maybe she's still maybe at the she beach. stayed at the
1: beach. I don't I know.
0: know. But good morning, Pastor Judy. It's great to see you. And she says her first name means praised of God. Amen. Come on, that's
1: the truth. Amen that's good
0: well this morning the word for your day is coming from oh i haven't even turned there in my bible jeremiah the first chapter the 12th verse jeremiah 1 and 12 the word of god says this then the lord said to me you have seen well for i am watching over my word to perform it just want to sit in this little verse i'm going to read it again Jeremiah 1 and 12. Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. What does that mean? It means exactly what it says, that the Lord is watching and listening for those who would believe and declare his word to perform his word. He backs up his word. If he says he will do something in his word, you can rest assured he will do it. He will perform his word. And I want to say a couple things about this. First and foremost, I want to give you a little side note, maybe a little caveat to this message. And that's this. The Lord is faithful to keep his word because he's faithful to him. This is his word, he spoke it. He's gonna back up his word. He means what he says, he is a God of integrity. He will keep his word. He does not like man that he would lie. He doesn't make a lot of exaggerations and put things out there and not follow up. No, he's not that kind of God. This is a pure hearted, holy God. It's hard for us to understand that everything he says he will do, he will do and he will not miss one detail but when he backs up his word it is a validation of his integrity and his faithfulness it is not a validation of the person speaking the word there is so much stuff happening in the world and there's a little bit of heresy in and around the bible in the church people who either mistakenly misunderstand the word and preach error or people who purposefully preach error i don't i'm not naming names i'm not i'm not saying you know they got this right or they got wrong that in fact i don't even have a person in mind but what i know right now is There is folks that believe because signs and wonders follow those ministries or that particular person, they believe that it's the Lord validating this person, elevating this person, saying, this is my messenger. This is my person. And so everything they say is right. The Lord isn't validating a person no matter what he is watching over his word to perform it he's being faithful to his word and so when we step out in faith and belief and there's healings and we step out in faith and belief and there's words of knowledge those are real and the lord brings a lot of things about because he's watching over his word to perform it but do you remember in the gospels there's a moment okay when the disciples saw some folks working in jesus name but none of them including jesus knew these folks right and they were like hey do you want us to call down thunder fire and lightning and fire on these guys um for working in your name and they're false and jesus is like you don't even know what you're talking about those who are not against us are for us but here's what there's gonna come a time when somebody's gonna say this Jesus is going to look at those who work in his name but don't know him. You know, Genosco, an intimate knowing, a relationship with Jesus. Right now, there are people running around, and there have been since the beginning of time, since the beginning of the church, who are working miracles, and they're seeing signs and wonders. They're preaching the word of God, and they don't know God. They don't genosco Jesus. They're not in relationship with Jesus. And I'm not calling them out today. I'm simply saying this. When God keeps his word, he watches over it to perform it. It is not a validation of the preacher because one day they will be judged. They will stand before the Lord and Jesus will say, away from me, you workers of inequity. I tell you, I never knew you. there's a lot of people who are doing a lot of good things and a lot of them are doing them in the name of Jesus and they don't even know him and this isn't a a message to bring down condemnation this is what this says our God is so faithful to watch over his word and keep it okay that if you and me who are scared let's just be honest right now we're scared to tell our testimony at our workplace. We're scared to ask people, do you know about Jesus Christ? Have you met Jesus Christ? Have you heard the gospel message? We wanna tell people because he is the only answer. He is the answer. He is the problem solver. And there's so many people who need answers. They have questions and they have problems that need solved and we know the answer, but we're afraid you guys. We're embarrassed. We're ashamed and we shrink back. Why? because we listen to the enemy who says you don't know the scripture you can't go tell somebody the good news when you can't quote scripture that's a lie you can tell somebody the good news even if you don't remember one verse and the enemy says but you don't know how to explain the gospel right if you try to preach or share the word you're going to mess it up this message and verse is for you today this is what I'm telling you. If you step out and you begin to tell the message of Jesus Christ in your workplace to your coworker that you've been afraid to share, you're not going to fail because right now God's watching over that word to perform that word. He is waiting for you to open your mouth, and when words come out of your mouth that point to Him, His spirit sucks in the place and softening takes place and transformation takes place. And people come to know him because it's not about how eloquently you and I speak. It's not about how well we know the word, although we really need to know the word. It's not about that. If we can't memorize and quote scripture, he doesn't care. He can still use the truth the way we're explaining it to perform his word he is watching over his word to bring salvation transformation healing renewal deliverance you guys don't have to be students teachers theologians you don't have to have a degree you just have to know him you have to genosco jesus know him genosco is that word that means intimate knowing not i've heard about not we're acquaintances i mean we are in relationship like this if you know him open your mouth when the words come out of that knowing him he's watching over them to perform them it's not about validation of the messenger it's about the lord keeping his word with power because that's what draws people to the kingdom that's what draws people to relationship with the king and yes it's what bring healing it's what brings deliverance it's what brings the word of knowledge knowing him is the key it's not how well we speak or how charismatic we are or how eloquent we are or how great of a showman we are or performer it's not about that and Those folks right now that have great ministries with lots of money and great following and amazing things are happening, this word applies to them too. The Lord isn't validating the person. He's watching over his word to perform it. He is faithful to his word. He will keep his word. And there's nothing more comforting to me to know that he will back up every word he's my good father i'm his daughter you're his daughter you're his son and he's just waiting for you to know him and speak out of that knowing and then you've got all of heaven backing you up how awesome you're never alone you're not walking in someplace weak and anemic you don't have to have all the right words you just got to do your best he's going to take that and it's going to be mighty you're going you're gonna to be like, I didn't even know I said that. I didn't even know I knew those words <laughs> right. when they come out of your mouth. And the people that you know that need Jesus, that are lost around you, they're waiting for you to open your mouth. They don't even know it. They may avoid you, but you've got the answer. His name is Jesus. Go on and do it. Be emboldened today. Have courage lord jesus i thank you for your word i thank you for your faithfulness jesus thank you god that you're watching over your word you are the word you are the word jesus You're watching over it, you're listening for any one of us to open our mouth and to just speak out of your word, out of your truth, out of our intimate knowing with you. And then you're gonna suck right in. You're already coming in and preparing the place and Lord, your Holy Spirit's gonna fall and people are gonna be softened in their heart. People who have been hard for their whole life are gonna be softened, Lord, and you're gonna begin to draw them by your spirit and there's gonna be salvation. Today is the day of salvation. If we'll just be so obedient and so careful to speak your word. Lord, we don't have to string scripture together. I love that we can do that. But Father, that's not what people get saved by. And so Lord, today, would you give us a great big dose of courage? We need it. We need a boldness about us. Will you give us a spirit of boldness, Lord? And Lord, give us a discerning spirit to know when we should simply love and build relationship and when we need to come in and speak the word of God to see transformation. Lord, help us be discerning and know what you're saying, what you're leading. We don't wanna scare anybody away, right? We don't wanna push anybody away. So Lord, we need you. But Lord, thank you for being faithful to your word. You're so faithful. You're so trustworthy. And Lord, we love you today. And we pray all this in your name, amen. There's your word for the day.
1: That's good, that's good. Randy uh, confesses, says, I'm kind of scared. And uh, we just prayed for boldness and for encouragement. And so, Randy, take that and run with it and talk about that relationship that relationship with Jesus. Um, uh, Judy said something up here. uh, She was saying in in the Hebrew, perform means to do or make it happen, which is what God does. He makes his word happen. Yeah. And then uh, Janice was also saying what the Lord is teaching her in this season is in unison with what you're preaching today, particularly about love. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know this message can step on a few toes. Let me
0: just say something about that. There's no condemnation. I'm scared too. I'm 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 not scared of a lot of things, but sometimes I don't want rejected if I were to bring Jesus to someone. Um, I don't want someone to say, "Oh, you know, I don't want keep your Jesus. I don't I don't want somebody to think I'm crazy. I don't want to be embarrassed." Right? We all have those moments where we're unsure of how to speak and introduce. Jesus, right? We don't want to be the person everybody avoids at yeah. the workplace. Right. So when, it, when I say we're scared, I mean we. It's not just you. It's not just me. It's all of us. We struggle and we just need a spirit of boldness in this hour. And so if we haven't done it up until this point, there is grace and forgiveness, yeah. okay? Now is a new day. Today is the day to start and I promise you, if you just do it once or twice, it's easier, it gets easier, it gets easier. And so I, I'm just in challenging all of us today, right? Yeah. To find an opportunity.
1: And if we're not in that place to where we can say we have that intimate relationship, we, today is the day to change that as well uh, because of his grace, because he offers that, that we could just come to him and say, Lord, my relationship with you has not been what it should be. So forgive me and would you teach me, lead yeah. me and guide me? That's yeah. all it takes That's is right. just being able to come clean about it and be honest and transparent
0: you know and i think the lord has laid all of us someone on all of our hearts to pray for and then influence Mm -hmm. for christ and it's building relationships come on you guys that's what it's about it's not about skipping over the one to get to the masses it's about dealing with those he has near to us it might be our children our grandchildren siblings whatever
1: that's it good morning pastor scott cooksy pastor scott he's yeah, yeah, I can't yeah. help
0: it. <laughs> well, help and Judy
1: it. has another good point here. She says, you tell what you know about who you know. Yes. Because he is real and genuine in your life.
0: Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. That's right. And also, um, intimately knowing him is so important. Um, there's just, we I preached about that last Sunday. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we understand relationship works like we know him and he knows us. Yeah, um, It's really hard to introduce someone to someone you don't know, Yeah, right?
1: Yeah, well, and you know, back in the day, uh, they always said, it's all about who you know. But in this case, it's about who knows you.
0: <laughs> Amen.
1: Because he says to those guys, I away, never knew away you. Away
0: from me, I never knew you. When you right? said that
1: word iniquities, I thought of Brett. Yeah. that time he was preaching, you used to talk about words yeah. coming out of your mouth that you don't understand. That's
0: when we knew the Holy Spirit was speaking through our 15, 14, 15 year old boy when he stood up and he was talking about inequity and, I, and we were like He's you like, don't even know hey, don't that you word. know what
1: that word means <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep for sure thank
0: you Jesus yeah. you're so faithful I'm not even sorry I'm getting a little emotional that's, about no, it this morning okay. it's the I word. just know this I have <coughs> shared this before sorry. I don't know what it's like when we are going to stand before the Lord and when we enter heaven I don't know what it looks like but there's a picture and a story that comes to my mind about all of us waiting in a line waiting in a line to get up to the place where we make account of our life.
1: Our daughter Taylor had a vision like that. Remember a dream? Yes, I do.
0: Mm-hmm. And, I, and if we are standing in that line at the end of our life before eternity, and there are people that are leaving the line because they got turned away, they got turned away, and their eternity is hell, their eternity is separation from God. I don't want them walking back and seeing all the people in the line and seeing someone they recognize and say, Melissa, Melissa, I knew you. And I say, yeah. And they say, why didn't you tell me about Jesus? Why didn't you tell me about Jesus? I cannot stand the thought of seeing people I know and my life has intersected with and people I love being turned away from heaven because i wasn't bold enough to tell them about my savior jesus i cannot stand the thought of that and it motivates me i'm not perfect i have missed so many opportunities but man i don't want to miss any today that's my prayer. I don't want to miss any today and tomorrow. I want to get up and say the same thing. I don't want to miss an opportunity today, because I don't want to see anybody that my life intersected with turned away from heaven.
1: Yeah, yeah. Ann's got a great comment here, which talks exactly about that. She says they were talking. We were talking about kicking people and not bringing them up when they're down. And Anne says, I have to admit indirectly, I did this the past week. I was frustrated with the situation. And rather than understanding that other person, I grumbled and complained. And I wasn't giving that person a chance and needed to do so.
0: Thank you for your act of repentance by admitting that now, Anne. and we have all been there. And thank you for being so vulnerable with us this morning, because the truth is the Lord hears that. And when we admit our wrongdoing, we turn our, change our ways. And he, he's like, I forgive you. Let's give it another shot, right? Let's give it another chance. Thank you, Anne.
1: Yeah. She also says guilty of not always being faithful.
0: Yeah, he's faithful. You're
1: not alone in that either.
0: Ooh, I'm so grateful for new mercies.
1: Yeah, Janice says she's writing Hebrews right now and just wrote, we are mingled with the Messiah.
0: Amen.
1: (laughs) Lord bless you, Terry Lynn. Love you,
0: love you. Yeah, see, Rick says it. He says, my greatest fear is having missed the opportunity to share Jesus. Um, my greatest fear is the is the same is especially with those that um that um my sphere of influence isn't just one in, encounter but it's just a daily or regular weekly monthly yearly like family you know and close yeah. friends. I'm I'm with you, Rick. Um, I don't want to miss an opportunity.
1: For sure.
0: So For give sure. us boldness, Lord, and give us discernment.
1: Yeah skipping back uh we were talking about honey earlier and janice says that once they were camping on the river and the wind blew this tree over and there was a hive in it so that was the best honeycomb
0: oh i can't imagine how Could good you, that was can you
1: just think about yeah. that i mean that's like you know busting open a tree and finding <laughs> a, a special golden nectar wow
0: right? amen and, uh, thank yeah. you jesus wow okay so i've took up a whole hunk honking amount of time no
1: no no uh, you were following jesus so we just we always let him do that here so sorry about that no no problem no, no, at not all.
0: sorry about sharing just, sorry about it. just see that's one verse you guys that's one verse in the Bible and it's not even a big verse and look at the change that can be wrought out of one verse is that not that word of God is so powerful
1: yeah absolutely absolutely Well, uh, before we close here today, I mentioned that we have uh, some tips for getting out of a rut Uh, while you look over that last comment there. Judy
0: says, I have greatly sinned in my past life. In the deep grace he gives, he forgave everything. When you have been forgiven much, you love much. I cannot keep from telling others of this grace and love. Same. That's it. Judy, weren't the same people, are we? We're different because the Lord has changed us. He's changed who we are at our very core. Our DNA... As Janice said, is mingled with his, and we're a new creation. We're new all the way through and through and so what has been given to us forgiveness grace mercy we ought to be love we ought to be able to give to others forgiveness grace mercy love yeah and so that's a good word judy that's a good word pastor roger randall good morning he says saint francis of assisi said we must all at all times preach the gospel and when necessary use words yeah pastor rick says (laughs) amen
1: Yeah. Amen to that. Uh, So I felt like this closing segment here is really, I love how the the Lord weaves things together. Even if I had it planned, I didn't know when I was going to pull this in, but at what point, but this seems like a really, really good place. You're welcome, Randy. You're welcome.
0: (laughs) Hi, Kara. Kara from Glasgow, Kentucky in the house. Good to see you this morning, friend. We love you.
1: Yes. Good morning. So everybody experiences ruts, right? We get into a rut of doing things and not being attentive to things like our relationship with the Lord, right? Or yes. with others. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times we feel like we're not getting enough done or we don't feel like what we're doing is meaningful or whether we have purpose in our life. And uh, so, Since everybody gets into ruts, I felt like this was one of those common topics that maybe we just address real quick and how we can, uh, the difference between someone who really gets it done is how quickly they recognize that they're in one. And how quickly they take action to get out of it. Because the first thing is acknowledging the problem. You can't get out of it if you don't know you're in it. You know what's funny
0: about that is when you get your car stuck, you know you're stuck. Because you can no longer go forward. But the enemy is a good liar. And he's so deceiving that he veils and camouflages the rut we're in. So that we think we're fine and we're moving forward. And the truth is we're drifting so far away from the path. We don't realize how stuck we are.
1: Yeah. And I know I bet you when you're in your car and you get stuck like that, the first thing you do and you think of is what we should be doing when in our personal relationship is to pray. Because you say, Lord, help me get it out of this out of this mud or this snow or whatever. Yes. Because unhappy and unfulfilled is not normal. Okay. It affects our overall performance, uh, our well-being. Don't be too hard on yourself for not noticing sooner that you're in a rut, that you're stuck in a routine. Yeah, it's important that you're redoing it now, that you're fixing it now. That's the most important part about that. And the prayer is the first part of it. That's the part of acknowledging, Lord, I know where I'm at, and I don't need to be here, and I need Your help to get out because we can't get out of a lot of these things on our own. When we think right. we can beat sin on our own and we don't need Holy Spirit's help or anybody else's, that we're being deceived right there as well. Yeah. The second thing we can do when we feel like we're getting into a rut is just break things down into a small steps. Maybe you're falling behind at your work or not working out or not keeping in touch with family and friends. Here's what you can do. Make a list of these things where you feel like you're falling short. Just break it down into small manageable pieces. How do you eat an elephant?
0: One bite at a time.
1: That's right. And then check them off one by one as you go through them. How this helps us is it it this thinking leads to stress and anxiety about how we're in this rut or we're needing to fix this. But making a list is making a plan. And making a plan, is taking action in that plan and we'll feel less overwhelmed as we get through it, okay? The third thing we can do is accept that done is better than perfect. <laughs> I am such a perfectionist. I, I try to do th- things. oh no, I can do it better. I don't know how many times we were recording an album over the years and I'd be like, can we just record that line one more time? And you're like, we've already done it 26. Right. And I'm like, perfection can lead to discouragement and procrastination, right? And that's a big killer too. So what do we do? Don't get hung up on perfection. Amen. Don't be worried that you won't finish and fall further behind because yeah. it's always going to be there. It'll be there waiting for you in the morning if you have to. Try your best. Your best effort will result. Will give you good results. And that's what's important. Amen. The last thing, get some fresh air. We talk about a focus break, right? Yeah. You've heard us say that before. Get up from the desk, get out of the room, out of the environment, go grab a coffee or a Dr. Pepper Zero or whatever it is and get some sun and some fresh air. It'll do you wonders. Maybe walk around your house or go whatever it is outside. touch some grass. That's touch some grass. That's the touch new phrase, some grass, right?
0: touch some earth, get your get your hands, get your feet, get yes. outside in Lord's creation. Yes. And just even if it's just for a moment. And
1: this is important, leave your work at your desk. If you're at your desk and you get up to leave, leave your work there, don't go outside and start thinking and stress about the work.
0: Or your phone. Yeah, nah.
1: This helps you to clear your mind and it gives your eyes and your brain a break. Let's mm-hmm. call it a brain break, okay? I need a brain break right now. Some other tips, maybe some exercise, walking, running, reading a book, whatever it might be that helps you to separate from the things that are weighing you down. Or how about this? Call somebody who's a good listener. Mm-hmm. Accountability can work yeah. wonders, right? That's good. That's if we good. manage our emotions, we'll have better focus and energy and uh, we focus on the Lord that is what's most important.
0: Thank you. Those tips are great yep. and thank you How for having me. Yep. So maybe you didn't realize you're in a rut. You know, the the, the, the Terry said unhappy and unfulfilled is not normal. Paul speaks specifically yes. in the New Testament about contentment and the importance of living content. Not always wanting more. Come on, you guys. More is not better. Yeah, yeah. It's just more. Yeah. Um contentment is the Holy after.
1: Spirit that we need more of.
0: Contentment <laughs> in the Lord. Amen. We need more Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah.
1: Andy says, I know I need the Holy Spirit. Same,
0: so. buddy. And Caroline Same. Mayhew.
1: It's Kara. Yeah. Oh, you. She got different She's name on there. Oh, to look, I see it's Caroline and Kara. Okay. Uh, yeah, All right, good. She switched, switched to YouTube. To YouTube. Yeah. Well, bless you. Bless you.
0: <laughs> that's well, awesome. that's your legal name. How that's, we your get in it. that's your trouble, in trouble name, right? <laughs> yeah, I
1: know I hear that a lot. Speaking
0: of, you guys, this hour has gone so fast. I can't believe it. But yeah. I'm so glad that we were able to spend some time with you this morning. I'm encouraged. I thank you so much for praying with and for and encouraging us just by being here. We love you.
1: That's right. That's right. And if you recognize you're in a rut, pray first, ask the Lord to help you with that. That's the best thing we can do right now. And go get you some local honey. That'll do, <laughs> do works it, too. Do it, do it. Yeah. And
0: guess what? We're going to see you on Monday morning. That's right. We'll be back on Monday with Monday morning motivation. And that's right. And we don't want to miss seeing you. So join us live. It'll
1: be episode 145.
0: Have a great weekend. Wow.
1: Bless you guys. Have a great Lord's Day tomorrow as well. We love you. Bye for now.
0: Thanks for tuning in to The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.